This is the Village A podcast. Uh, this is episode 11. We're going to go through Monaco, Monte Carlo, uh, whatever you want to call it. Great weekend. Uh, <laughs> dude, I heard, Monte, I heard Monte Carlo so many times on the coverage, and I don't know if they just said that to sound cooler, but... You know what Monte Carlo is? It's like the city. Yeah, that's... Okay. I, but, dude, I heard it a thousand times on coverage, and I was like, it's just not the Monte of Carlo. Of course you heard that a thousand times on coverage it's where it is well it did i heard no the monte carlo grand prix uh, yeah they i just like think they, the, yeah i just think they like saying the name monica or monaco or monte speaking carlo. of which why did they call the chevy monte carlo the monte carlo that's a good question maybe did we whoop up on no we were never in f1 i was saying did an american company beat Ferrari in Monaco or in Monte Carlo. I mean, Ford I just think it's like, okay, look, here's the most, you know, historic, technically, it, you know, not, you know, technically challenging racetrack of all time. Let's name a giant ass boat after it. No, you know what it actually is, bro? It's the oh. original Monte Carlo. It's probably like they named it all the, like the OG, like most cars after like races or like famous, like the Daytona. Yeah, I know I love the Monte Carlo, but it was always huge. Yeah, even the OG one. It was like you could never race one on Monte Monaco. You oh couldn't no, even get, yeah, never, dude. You it's, couldn't even it's get three out three lanes wide. Yeah, it's three lanes wide. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're just fucking rolling right now, bro. Uh, we need to talk about qualifying. That was, I mean, qualifying is everything at Monaco. So I feel like that's got to be a big part of this pod. Um, just because. Going into the race, dude, if you, I always think if you are on pole, you're going to win. Like, when was the last time someone won outside of from pole? Last year, I think. No, the year before. No, it was Checo. Oh, uh, was it Daniel Ricardo? No. Did he, was he on pole? Yeah, he wasn't on pole. No, he wasn't on pole. See, see, I can't remember. Probably been yeah, a few I feel years. like we, we planned to answer this and then we both forgot. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but it got really exciting in Q3 as usual. Um, I didn't even write down who was out in Q1 and Q2. Um, I did. You did. All right. Give me some, give me some notables, bro. Q1. Yeah. Who was out? Logan Sargent, Kevin Magnuson, K-Mag. Yep. yep. Saw that coming. Some both. I mean, unfortunately K-Mag, but Logan, uh, obviously. Yeah. Both hosses were out. I bet Logan was scared shitless driving around in Monaco. And uh, most notably, Sergio Perez. Yeah, oh, he fucking, yep, there you go. He crashed big time, bro. He, he went in that corner so fast, bro. When it when it showed the um from the finished, like, side of the corner, from the exit of the corner, that angle showed him flying to that corner so fast. Was, and he obviously, he blamed it on, I think it was Atlanta or something that was in his way. But yeah, no, he, he completely just had the corner wrong. Yeah, he just ruined his whole weekend. He had the corner wrong. Thing. But that's what that goes to show, like, bring up an interesting point at Monaco is like how much that track improved during the um, you know early sessions and qualifying because yeah. Sergio's lap was the fastest. He was purple in all three sectors in the first half of Q one at a one thirteen eight. Didn't get to make a second lap. In qualifying, a second. I thought he was going to make it out, dude. When he when he finished, I thought he was going to make it out. I was like, oh, no, he's got he was going to make pace. it out. 
he was going to make it out. That's not, that's not the point. Of course he was going to make it out. My, my point is, is that at a 113.8, which was at the beginning of qualifying, right. the purple time, as soon as the track ramped up, Every he, lap, bro. he was the worst car on the field. Yep. Every single lap, bro. I thought he was going to make it out of Q1 when he set that lap. I was like, oh, he after he crashed, like, he's fine. But every lap, bro, even like like Logan Sargent put that bitch like on like in sixth or something. And I was like, oh, my God. And then every single car just he was in last place, wasn't he? On He was in 20th. Yeah, he was on last. Yeah. So that that 13-8 did not stand like I thought. Which what the crazy part is, is. You look at the field between. It went that way all the way through Q three. Every lap it ramped up all the way through. But but even then, even then, what's interesting about this year's F one is it was a thirteen eight into, and that was the worst time in qualifying. That was Sergio Perez. Mm-hmm. And the best time was a one eleven three. Was that in Q three or Q one? In Q three, that okay. was Max's time. That's crazy. So it's still only two seconds. A That's two wild. second spread. The whole field. Hey, you know what? Sergio was within the 100% or 107%. Yeah, it was the 107% time was a 117.4. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Easily beat it. But, dude, yeah. So, even in Q3, dude, every lap it started ramping up, ramping up. Like, Ocon got pole. I was shook for a second. I thought he was honestly going to hold it. He dropped like a 111.7 or something. It was 111.5. From the clouds, bro. I, because I also had some some coin on Verstappen to be on pole, and when Ocon dropped that, I literally put my hands and my head in my hands, and I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Like, who who, just, who did that? Like, how did he drop that? And then I think it was the next lap, Fernando clips him by like a tenth or something, and after that, I'm yeah, like, by a tenth. "It's over." Max was he was setting like yellow sectors. He didn't look good. There's probably a couple minutes left. I think he paid for another set. And dude, I'll I'll give him his flowers on this one. Dude put in probably the best third sector at Monaco ever. Bro. Tens and three in two corners. I don't bro. I was screaming at the TV. Yeah. Two corners left. He was coming around Raskas. And I was like, fuck you, Max. Like, you've got to be kidding me. And he taps the wall too. Come he power slides, taps the wall. And somehow pulls three tenths out of the last two corners bro i mean i've seen dozens of different like mathematical data analytics and videos and shit showing where he got bro it's just the balls of the last corner just, i don't think he touched the brakes you're like ah, i'm just gonna go for it whatever <laughs> nuts so yeah qualifying as usual in monaco is fucking the bee's knees Talking what else during happening during qualifying? Anything else? No, there's not. There's no, oh, you know what else happened in qualifying? Uh, Fucking somebody showed under. We got to see under Adrian Newey's skirt, bro. Oh, that's true, <laughs> bro. Yeah, and Mercedes too, right? It wasn't George Russell in practice, at least. Yeah. So I want to bring up two things here. One, I think it's objectively funny that they use. Like a 400 foot tall fucking crane that's located <laughs> in one spot in the city that can just reach everywhere on the fucking track. <laughs> no, there's one, there's like one in there. A couple yeah, there might, there might be two, bro. I was, no, there's like five, bro. Either way, that fucking, they could put that 
car on top of a building. It was 150 <laughs> feet in the air, bro. <laughs> and I mean, the more I thought about it, I'm like, that's honestly the only way they could do it without just using like a flatbed wrecker. But I've seen them do that too before. So I don't know what the fuck. It's just a Monaco thing, bro. It's just Monaco's built different. I saw people loading their Ferrari F40s onto their like $70 million yacht just for funsies. So it'd look cool in the marina. Yeah. Like, yeah, Monaco's just built different. They're like, well, how do we get the cars on the track? $40 million crane. Sure, why not? But do you think that matters? Seeing the under, like, I mean, there's a lot of ground effects on these cars. To someone like you or I, no. Yes. Like, to we Adrian don't know Newey. what we're looking at, really. Right, exactly. But, I mean, Adrian Newey. But an aerodynamic an, an aerodynamic engineer. At fucking Mercedes? It probably fucking matters, bro. <laughs> I bet Adrian, I bet I they're... Mean, Dude, I mean, the quote from Horn Adrian knew he hadn't, he doesn't have a quote because he doesn't talk to media really. But Horner said, I think it's very disrespectful looking under someone's skirt like that. <laughs> I was like, that's, gr that's great. But obviously, we're all going to look. But yeah, dude, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to, it's like the Britney Spears thing in the fucking McLaren SLR. Bro, she steps out and the world's that just going to look. Oh, it was Paris. Yeah, Bar uh, Britney Spears was driving. With Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan was sitting on her lap, too. Yeah, that was a great moment. But, yeah, the world's going to look, bro. You show under the skirt, the world's going to look. And, dude, that, that's very funny. And I bet Red Bull's pissed, bro, because these wait, 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 wait. a lot of ground effects. Was it Paris Hilton who's snatch we saw, or was it Lindsay Lohan's? I'm pretty sure it was Paris Hilton, now that you say it. I remember Ed, Bullion, sure. bought, Ed Bullion bought that car, Vinwicky. Yeah, he did. Which is awesome. <laughs> Most famous SLR ever, he called it. <laughs> it was repoed too, which is very funny. Even funnier, yeah. Oh man. So let's see. Um the Merc actually though, they brought their upgrades, bro, with the new side pods. We have I mean, we probably should have done a safety car for this one, bro, because it was just shocking because they finally did it. They brought upgrades. You weren't as bricked up as I was. I thought you would be, bro. When I sent that to you, I was like, oh, he's going to be so hard about new upgrades, new side pods. And you were just like, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's just like, I don't like, know, dude. I was at pissed. Point, bro. I was like, what the, what the fuck, bro? Like, what? I was like, at this point, bro, like, uh, we'll so here's what's, here's funny too. My, one of my other buddies texts me, he says, so what does the internet think about the upgrades? I said, what does the internet think? They think, Lewis is going to win out the rest of the season and overtake Max in the driver's championship. And what do I think? I was like, I think we're not going to see any fucking difference until Barcelona. I was like, it's Monaco. Like, what, what the fuck are we going to see in Monaco, bro? They go 12 miles an hour in a quarter. <laughs> Literally the tightest quarter in the grid. Dude, they were at some points they were, I think there was a stoppage at one point during the rain. I think they stopped at that corner. <laughs> let the, turn let into the like traffic fucking... clear. It turned into like a, a four-way stop. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think we actually saw some noticeable, a noticeably noticeably better car, even at Monaco. Lewis looked at least way more confident. I, I mean, I even heard though both Mercedes drivers midway through the race saying, you know, the setup's not good, the car's not good. Yep. I do. So think I think they still have a long way to go, dude. 
I think this car is more tailored to Lewis, though. Hard to tell in Monaco, obviously. We'll see in Spain next week for sure how good yeah, these more, are. Because, like, Aston Martin didn't perform. Yeah, like, Aston Martin didn't perform. Lance Stroll looked like shit. Ferrari didn't look good at all. Weirdly, they were... Ferrari was... Charles Leclerc was the fucking second favorite to win this race. Like, tied with Max. So that was fucking weird. Well, he but, had a penalty. That, that's what helped hurt him. That was great. <laughs> um, that's just more Leclerc at Monaco luck, bro. He's got to be the most unlucky dude ever. Yeah, in his home race. It might as well be. have been another crash, dude. So yeah, three three grid places at Monaco is serious. Yeah, you're not making you you might make up three to two, maybe one if there's a like a bit fuck up or a crash or something. A safety car. You're not making up fucking five, dog. Speaking of making up places, though, he made up three. He lost three places. He lost. He finished ninth. No, that was his. Uh, his penalty was three places. Oh yeah, he it was well deserved though. He fucked, he fucked Lando hard, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can we talk about the McLaren livery real quick? Gangster, yeah. gangster. It was, it was a cigarette. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, I noticed. That. I'm made, dude. Bring the cigarette liveries back. The views sticker <laughs> was proud on the side. <laughs> yeah, and that was a fucking cigarette, dude. <laughs> Total tribute to the the Marlboro Marlboro. Oh, too. dude! As soon as I saw it, I was like, "Damn, that just that looks like the old Marlboro livery." And I told you, and I was like, "I think it's supposed to be." <laughs> yeah, it was like they did it in like a sneaky way. It's sneaky like way, yeah. they didn't use any of the colors. They didn't use the same shapes. Why? We why the hell? Know what they, that looks like? Why the hell can't they use cigarette sponsors anymore? Do you know? Uh, yeah, same reason you can't use them in sports or, or like uh, ball sports. But why the hell can you use a fucking e-cig sponsor then? Internationally, everybody agreed. It was the FIA, FIFA, all those people. Uh. I don't remember. Thought vaping was. was the future. <laughs> no, vaping is like exempt from it. Um, but yeah, you can't use. It was like when everybody like started realizing that cigarettes were really bad. Dude, I'm pretty sure the views like carton still says Surgeon General warning. This shit will fuck oh, you. Yeah. But yeah, they banned the cigarette companies from advertising in sports. That'd be my first order of business if I was president of the world. Bring back cigarette sponsors. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, dude. Speaking of people coming back, though, you want to hear some maths? Mm. Yeah. Don't, don't you dare yawn on me. I'm, dude. I'm so fucking beat, bro. I am sorry to everybody on this pod. Dude, you seem actually pretty perky right now. But tell people your your overnight flight the other day. It was a wild one. Well, yeah, I, the, well I look up the numbers. I mean, I just didn't get back till four. It was, Oof. It wasn't what time did you take off? Special. Nine. Nine thirty. That's a standard full day of work. It was just you know. It's just overnight. Yeah, but changing from a night or a normal everyday shift and then having to work a just a random night shift. Yeah, it fucks is me. is fucked. Is brutal. It takes almost a full day to get yourself back. And I'm still recovering from that. That's why I'm like yawning like crazy right now. But you're a you're a numbies guy. You're a analytics guy. So you might you'll perk up to these numbers. So basically, Alonso should have won. Fernando Alonso should have won that race. So we all know during the chaos of the rain, he weirdly, weirdly pit for 
mediums again with like well right when the rain was starting which live i thought was i think you pitted for hards didn't you? hard yeah you're right live i thought it was a bad decision i was like what the f that was weird there because like four people before him pit for enters so here's the math for you and it's from i'll give him a little shout out here formula latest on instagram so Alonzo would have come out ahead of Verstappen if he would have pit for inters, not the hards. And here's why. When he pit for mediums, the gap was 8.1. And in the last sector, he reduced the, the gap by three seconds. On the lap that Alonzo pitted for mediums, Max was still on his old tires, had a horrible sector, four seconds slower than Yuki. Whereas Yuki Sonoda, who pitted for inters the same time as Alonzo, had an eight-second faster lap time than Max Verstappen. So assuming Alonso could have matched that or gone faster than Sonoda, which we all know he can, he would have made an at least eight-second gain on Max when he was 8.1 behind him. Oof! And not been a stop down. And not had to pit for a second time, yeah. So that's another 19 seconds, and he was 24 <laughs> seconds. I think he lost by 24 seconds. So eight plus 19 math wow that's 29 or 28 27 boom so you would have won by three seconds at least tough tough that's a that's a ferrari move bro that's that's a uh yeah and it was because it's, an, because it's a green car nobody really i mean they talked about it but it wasn't like and it's fernando too is like he still got second. It's like, <laughs> like live. It almost seemed like it didn't matter because he didn't lose the spot. Like it was just a almost like a free pit. They're like, because he pitted in like the next lap for enters. He was like, yeah, that was a fucking bad decision. Pit for enters, and he was so far ahead of third. It was like, man, eh, did that really matter? But according to the analytics, which this is, which I, I believe it sounds pretty legit. Fuck that fucking sucks, bro. That one hurts. Yeah, it does. Has Fernando ever won at Monaco? I don't even know. Yeah. Has he? I think so. I mean, I'm sure he has. He's a fucking champion. Let me look real quick. Monaco win. I believe he won in. What year did Fernando win? Not 1970, fucking Google. 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I knew it was pretty recent. So that's pretty cool. So, but uh, that's just more Monaco. That just happens at Monaco every year, dude. There's something like that. That one one move like that is just a race change. Like you can't make it up, especially when there's fucking rain, dude. It was chaos during the rain. J-Mac stayed out on hards the whole fucking time, like an absolute psychopath. Dude, yeah. he had like four laps around Monaco soaking wet on hards bro at like 12 miles an hour <laughs> i mean like I, I guess their end game was that the rain was going to clear up like <laughs> they're just going to get like 30 second advantage from everyone else but dude bold move cotton let's see how that one pays off and he hit a wall like you hit the wall at rascas pulling into the pits too <laughs> So yeah, he just said fuck, fuck the strategy, and then they when he finally did crawl into the pits with like four laps left, they were just like, "Nah, dude, you're done. Park it, Mister. Give me the keys. <laughs> we're not we're not putting enters on this. You're done." 
Yeah, he did retire, didn't he? Yeah, he did retire with like three laps left. That was the only retirement he had? Lance Stroll. Oh, yeah. He did it. Lance Stroll, I did an Irish exit at Monaco. You know what that, you know what an Irish exit is? Of course, I'm the king of the Irish exit. Yeah, I did. It's my dad's favorite thing ever. So it's just when you just, for the people that don't know, it's when you just leave your friends like at a bar, you just go home without saying goodbye to anyone. Like, I'm going to the bathroom real quick and just go home. (laughs) You don't even say you're going to the bathroom, you just disappear. Yeah, or you just like, you just disappear and like, where the fuck did Nick go? You call like 15 minutes later, like, where where are you? It's like, oh, dude, I'm in my underwear sitting in my, I'm like on my bed. Like, I'm done. I have fucking chocolate ice cream on my stomach. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what Lance Stroll did, bro. With like 12 laps left, he pitted and it looked like they were doing a front wing change and uh, intermediate tire swap change. And Crofty was like, Lance has been in the pits for what seems like a long time. And it said like <laughs> minus two laps and then another minute, minus three laps. He goes, I don't know if Lance is retired yet. It doesn't say he's like, it doesn't look like we have any retirements. And then they just didn't talk about him again. And then. No, they did. Then they saw him. They saw him walking. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. Because I still, still told my friends, like, he's probably walking to his dad's boat. Yeah, they saw him walking, like, into the marina. <laughs> yep, I, yeah, as well. Like, he's probably walking to uh, Lawrence's boat or yacht. <laughs> But yeah, those were only two retirements. Shockingly, bro, because it was, it was bumper. Yeah, still no safety cars. I feel like that's one of the first races we didn't have a safety car back to back. Yeah, and it was bumper cars the last twenty laps at Monaco, bro. Yeah, somehow everybody just kept it like, from being like tragic. Wild, bro. Like they were all like being nice to each other, like letting each other like, and it got there was like a. 12 car train for like seventh place for a minute too which was and max was <laughs> right in the middle of it too like lapping people so honestly it was actually very exciting to watch because i thought i mean at that point anything could fucking happen max could go off max could spin someone could crack like freaking logan Sargent could just lock it up and plow into max at seven miles an hour i think maybe it was because the speeds were so slow is that nobody was really like they were hitting the barriers and stuff but yeah, there's nobody seems yeah. to really be breaking anything. Exactly. And I think they're all just like scared of Monaco. They're like, dude, let's just like we're all going slow. There's like one spot up on like after you cross the finish line going up the hill. That was normal wet speeds, but it was a crawl around there. You know who got the fastest lap? I don't. Who? Hamilton. Really? Yep. Oh, actually, I think I remember saying something about that because he got it right before the rain hit. And after like after the rain started, I was like, oh, yeah, no, obviously no one's going to beat it. Because, yeah, I was watching yeah. my friend's house. My dad, his friends, my friend's dad was asked me a lot of questions. So I had to explain to him what was happening. Um, that's awesome, though, dude. Mercedes showing up. Uh, hey, you know what else? I won $475 on fucking gambling this weekend on Formula One. Fucking that's impressive. Read. Write it down. All the fans. That's like one in what? What race is this? Seven. One in seven. <laughs> def- <laughs> definitely still in the negative. Definitely did not get in the black. But I put, dude, Max to qualify in pole was plus one seventy five, and so was Charles Leclerc. That's like, crazy to me. Yeah, Vegas was just really bunnered out about Leclerc on pole the last two years in a row. Like the Ferrari's not been good this year, bro. Yeah, they missed that, dude. Like, 
Even of course. Close. And what did we tell the fans? This year, if you see Max at plus money, take him. Take him. Yep, every time. And more on to that. As I was scrolling, looking for another bet after that one cash, so it's 175. I saw Max was he was Max was like minus 275 to win the race, obviously. But to win by 10 seconds, he was plus 300. Oh, you got that. So I fucking took it, bro. Boom. So those are my two. Those are actually two really solid hits. Um, so I was pretty fired up about that one. Uh, I will note to the worst 20, 23 better of all time. I pretty much lost all of it on NBA basketball in the next, the next three days after that. So that's a tough look. Bad for the brand. But well, good thing we don't have a basketball podcast. Yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah I don't know. I don't claim to know anything about basketball. And that's... <laughs> we don't. We don't have to explain that to you know people around the world why we fucked that up. But when we did, I, I... exactly. But dude, that's too. So yeah, anytime he's plus money, I'm saying even to win by ten seconds plus money, fucking hammer it, bro. I don't even care. Let's see what else we got to talk about. Oh, uh, you want to do driver day and Mazepin in the day? We haven't done that in like. Two or three episodes, bro. Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's see. You got a driver or a Mazbean? You got one off the fly, real quick. Let me see. I got a driver of the day, not a driver. Give me your your driver of the day. It's actually a team principal, and not for the reason you'd think. Okay. Uh, James Vows, team principal of Williams. We heard a lot from him this weekend, bro. Yeah, so he was the pit wall guest, and I absolutely loved him, dude. He was the first guy in a while that really liked to like, he gave me big teacher vibes, you know, and he wanted, he, yeah, he wanted us to understand way of explaining, you know, even someone as who really like is, a, you know, a big formula one fan. I understood and learned something from him. And I could tell that if you were new to formula one and this was your first time watching it, you would have learned something from him. So he was one of those kind of people that having them on the pit wall. I thought he was awesome. Yeah, he cleared up something for me that I mean I've always kind of understood but not really understood, which was, you know, I I mean of course I know the reason for like track improvement and stuff like that, but why it's so significant when the F one cars go on the track? Because you have to think at at you know at a uh, Monaco we had four support races, so yeah, there's a cup though, yeah, there's a cup race before you're right. So yeah, there was a cup race before it. There was Formula E. Like yeah. it was, it was crazy. So like, there's been rubber on the track, but him explaining that, um, you know, Formula One compounds are so unique, and because Formula One cars are the only ones that use tire blankets, that has an effect into it. Is that the best way to develop a track is Formula One rubber on Formula One rubber? Formula One rubber responds the best to Formula One rubber. Oh, so, so once they lay so a rubber, once they lay, uh, like once they put some rubber down, like a layer across the racing line, it's just it sticks that much harder. Yeah, I mean exactly because, but you know, I'm used to you know I've I've grown up racing and stuff like that. It's like I know rubber tires respond to rubber being on the track. Right, it's obvious. But I didn't understand why the Formula One cars made such more of a difference. And he explained, oh yeah, the tire compounds. Like I didn't fucking know that. I've been watching F1 most of my life. That's actually really interesting. So the F2 and F3 cars don't use, I know they use a completely different tire and compound, but they don't use tire warmers? Nope. So I know F1's, F1's, F1's considering not using tire warmers in the upcoming no, season. No, don't. I hate it. 
Yuki Sonoda hates it, so I hate it. Lewis fucking hates it too. He said it's dangerous. I think it's fucking stupid. I mean, a formation lap just isn't enough to fucking no, do it. They're gonna, there's going to be, they think they have a problem of people crashing into each other on the first corner of every fucking race. Dog. It's about to get sporty when they're all just cold tires. Did you remember, you know, as the Yuki Sonoda thing when they interviewed him on like one of his first days in F1? Um, and they're like, Yuki, you know what? What's what's the big? What's your favorite thing about being an F one? How what what it makes it so much better than F two? And he goes, tire blankets. And they go, oh really? Is it because of the you know the extra grip having your tires warmed up a little? And he goes, no, I like the way they smell. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck do they smell like? I assume that there's a smell to them because it's like warm rubber, you know, in a blanket. I assume they have a smell to them. I'm Googling that right now, just in case you guys are wondering. <laughs> Might be one of the weirdest Googles. I'd say they say it smells like McGuire's tire shine. <laughs> At least that's what Reddit says. What, do tire, what does it say? What do tire blankets smell like? Yeah. It says it smells like McGuire's tire shine. <laughs> what a psycho, dude. L- Yuki's just... A beauty, dude. One of a kind. <laughs> oh my god! I like also too. Like I watched. I always watch the grid walks, and um, you know, at first, uh, Martin was having a hard time to get anyone. He saw Yuki, Martin's and Yuki ran over to him and was happy to talk to him. Martin's having a tough time on the grid walks this year, bro. He can't. <laughs> he can't get anyone. The best part was when one of uh, um. And it was uncensored, and they didn't even catch it on the re-air or the on-demand. So if you want to go hear it, I'm not going to put you know do the research to put the fucking timestamp in the description. But you can hear Martin get chewed out by one of uh, Red Bull's uh, mechanics. Really? For what? He comes in trying to do the grid walk, and um, you know, obviously Red Bull's kind of trying to fix something on the or change something on the car real quick. He's just in the way. In 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 no like. The guy pushes him out and he goes, I just wanted to have a chat with Christian. And he goes, Marty, you really can't be here, man. I'm going to get so much fucking shit for this. Ooh. <laughs> was it just a random mechanic or was it like the guy's supposed to be like, not it like- was like the mechanic, like some kind of engineer, someone, but he was a bigger guy. You could tell they have him to like for security get people back. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but then the funny thing is Christian actually came out of the, the crowd to talk to Martin. And the first thing Martin says is, all of our viewers out there, like loud as fuck in order to get that guy in trouble. Like, sorry about the language oh, that you just heard. He heard yeah. So really, Christian Horner heard him say that? Yeah, he's like, all right, I'm just going to tell your boss that you cussed me out on live TV. Damn. <laughs> Not that I think Christian would care, but. No, yeah, Christian doesn't care. Change your fucking car. He said it on fucking Netflix, bro. <laughs> hit it loud and clear. Like, he uh, he enunciated fuck very clearly, bro. Yeah, but that was on Netflix. You're allowed to cuss on Netflix. Everybody knows that. That's true. It is the internet. D- Daniel was always like, whenever he sees Netflix cameras, he's like, oh, those Netflix guys are real cunts. <laughs> I love Danny, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's see. Um. Uh. So that was your driver of the day. James Voles, great information from him. That was a crazy transition from there. Uh, what's your Mazepin of the day? It's more obvious. 
First, also real quick, I love that your driver today is just not a driver, even. Oh, my Mazda kind of today is not a driver either. I, I love it. Give it to me. It's uh, Fernando Alonso's um, strategy engineer. Bro, you had yep. four runners on. You had four runners on inters already that and were you, improving. You know who one of them was too, Nick? Lance fucking Stroll. You can't see this, but I'm literally like. He's gra- He's pacing around the room, grabbing his head. Yeah, not. Any- they had the data in house, bro. You would you also like the information that when they told him to pit for hards, Fernando questioned, "Are you sure about that?" And they said, "Yes, the rain, yeah. the yeah, rain sure. will not come." Bro, every we heard it, dude. We heard it from lap twelve. Oh, it's in fifteen laps. Oh, it's in thirty laps. Oh, it's in twenty laps. Every single team had a different. I mean, it's within two, three minutes of each other, obviously, but every team had <laughs> confirmed rain coming by like lap 50. And it was actually raining all over the fucking track. And they're like, nah, it's not going to, it's not going to last, bro. It's just a little sun shower. You're, you're good. Bro, bad call. That was it. We could have seen fucking the first time that Red Bull loses, which is going to bring us on to our next segment. Oh yeah, you had a question. But for me. I need to hear your your driver of the day and Mazepin of the day before we go into that. All right, so my driver of the day, um, I'm gonna give it to Lewis. Really? Um, so here's my reasons. He, a driver gets driver of the day on this podcast. I mean, not. It's almost. It's yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, it's for driving too. So it's for it's for it's for multiple things though too. So his qualifying to get out of Q one, he had to have a lap. He and he had it. He literally had to put down a good lap to get out of Q one, and he made it happen. Gangster stuff from a champion, and also this is a part like I'm gonna give 0.7 percent to Lewis and 0.3 to Lando. Both the Brits showing out. In the rain, dude, they were both like five tenths ahead of everyone else the last twenty laps. It was sick. Nobody was talking about it, dude. Fucking Lance or Lando's a fucking mutter, bro. Dude, Lando, he loves the rain. I mean, he he's a mutter, bro. It pisses me off that he lost the one race he could have won because of the rain, because he's just the most stubborn kid in the world. He's like, ah, I don't need fucking interns. I can do it on slicks like a gangster. And that's how you crash the Corvette, Nick. He was on full wets. He was like, I can go fucking flat out at Radeon and fucking full wets. Dude, lunatic. No, you can't. No, no, nope, you, can. that's, no you cannot, sir. But they... <laughs> They both showed out, dude. Wet weather dominance. Oh, the trivia Brits. question for Sean. Hit me, tube sock. What's the difference between En Rouge and Radeon? Elevation change. No, because everybody calls that whole thing En Rouge. But it's En Rouge and Radeon. Which one's Radeon? Which one's En Rouge? It's two quarters. Um, I'm going to say En Rouge is the first one because my brain's telling me it's the second one, and I'm always wrong. So I'm going to say it's the first side, the left hand. I'm 99% sure you're right, though. It's En Rouge, then Radeon at the top. Get you some of that. <laughs> um, let's not look it up just so we can – I'm one for one on the trivia tonight. Yeah, I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I, I'm not. I'm 90% sure I'm right. Let's go. Um, 
Was that my driver of the day? Driver, Lewis, and partly Lando. I'll give him like 0.3%. So, Maz the peen of the day. I want to... What's that? Me? You. For being so fucking hard to get to the fucking race. No, dude, you actually did really good. We you you blacked yourself out on the internet for like twelve hours, which is difficult. And so difficult, dude. I came home knowing nothing. Yeah, commitment to the game. I I made it from I made it to like noon and I was texting my buddy, like, bro, we have to fucking start this right now. Cause if I open Instagram, I'm fucked. I follow too many F1 things, it's gonna be the first thing I see. Yeah, it's gonna be like, congratulations, Fernando. And you're gonna be like, ah! Yeah, no, I was literally, I was like, if I open, like, I, and I, I did it twice. So I, I clicked in, I'm like, oh, fuck. And I just turned my phone off, bro. I was, so it's commitment to the game to, for the pod to get the great reactions. So you don't get the Mazepin of the day. Uh, Mazepin of the day goes to Kevin Magnuson. What the fuck was he thinking, dude? It was just a bad Name race. after a Haas driver for a Haas driver. Yep. Bad race for Haas. It just didn't look like they had anything. Through I think it's safe to say they looked like a bunch of assholes. They looked like Haas from last year. Was just, I mean, yeah. And the fact that they just let K-Mag drive around Monaco on hard tires in like a monsoon for four laps, thinking it was okay. <laughs> that's just that's another level of stupid. Like, give me fucking Gene Haas's number, and like it's the it's literally the meme like. Boss man, how, how much are you paying the new guy? $20? Not enough. Like, what are you, like, Haas, what are you doing? That's just not the move. Give the job to somebody else. That's too much. Too much money. <laughs> um, dude, you know what they talked um, about? You know what they talked about during the uh, grid walk, though? That are, last weekend during the canceled Imola race, do you know what fucking Valtteri Botas was doing? You like stay after? No, Yuki. Oh no, he went to a bike race. Yuki Sonoda stayed in uh, Imola to help like broom and shovel the streets and shit, which is awesome. Awesome. But Valtteri went to the Scottish gravel cycling race, and this is like a seventy-five mile race through the woods of Scotland. And this dude finished 114th out of 800 riders. Bro, what are we doing? <laughs> are we that are we that bored in your off weeks that we're just I mean, what an athlete though. God damn. No, he's a great bicycle. He's a great gravel rider for I know his I know his wife or girlfriend, I'm not sure which is is like a world renowned cyclist. She's like a really, really, really good. Like Tour de France cyclist. You like how I said France there too? Was... France, yeah. Good Tour job. De France. Yeah. Very, very international of you, Sean. You're you're reflecting your mustache now. Culture. It's called culture. Ever heard culture. of her? Ever heard of her? <laughs> <laughs> have you even been to France? I have. I have. Have not. you? I've I've been out of the country twice. Niagara Falls. That's in fucking Buffalo. It's I went to the Canada side, asshole. (laughs) And then I went to Tijuana. (laughs) 300 feet away from the border. Both sides. (laughs) Got my passport. You have never been a mile outside of the US. No, not. (laughs) Nope. I have not. I honestly, 
Nick, there's, there's actually, I'm going to say there's a hundred percent better chance that I have swam further out in the ocean in Florida when I was like 14 competing with my cousins. Like who can go out the furthest? I probably swam further out into international waters than I traveled across a actual border. <laughs> That's I, an I, impressive stat. Dog, I definitely didn't go more than like 300 feet into Mexico. I had the doors locked and I went in there and was like, yeah. I hope to be with you when we this go to our cool. first F1 race in like Belgium. Bro, it's going to be a scene. Seeing me out of the country, bro. I've, I'm growing the mullet back out when we leave. <laughs> Represent the country. Why did you got, can I get rid of your mullet? Uh, I got rid of it because I was a best man at my friend's wedding. <laughs> and I, he didn't let you have the mullet? What a I mean, he, he said you can keep it if you want. But I was like, dog, I'm going to look at these pictures later in life. Like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, I look. You, know, you would have fucking kept it and he would have been mad because his fucking fiance would have fucked you. That That's, mullet was so sick, dude. Yeah, dude, it was fire. Hey, dude, I had it. It was fire at the time, but I was pissed too because right after that, I got the Corvette and I was like, "Man, this is the vibe right now." Top down in the, <laughs> the mullet. Come on, come on. <laughs> you should start be growing it now. Now, are you? Uh, not a little bit. I still have a little bit of flow. I have more like hockey flow right now. Yeah, you do. You've almost got the fucking Peaky Blinders undercut going. Yeah, that's what that's what Jason said. It looks like Peaky Blinders right now. Like, give me a give me a top hat and fucking an eyeglass and fucking Tommy. It's, that's gun. a good look though for you. That's a real a Tommy good look gun. For you. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's probably, probably my one of my better looks for sure. No, dude, I'm about it, dude. I'm about it. Like, I'm kind of jealous of your whole look right now, honestly. Oh yeah, dog. Thank you. Um, where are we at? Where are we at? Um, especially because you've got a curly mustache. Dog, I, I can curl the edges too. Like, I, I had it, and you've got the Peaky Blinders undercut, bro. Like your look right now is fire, dude. I'm, I put a, I I put up a, on that, bro. No, I put homo. a pinstripe suit on, dog. Oh yeah, I just gotta have a Tommy gun with me too. A little maybe a Tommy gun on a sling. I'm ready to. No, go. you don't even need that, bro. Just pin shoot, fucking three piece with a bowler cap and a cigarette, dog. Ready cigarette. to go. Gotta have maybe not even like a jacket though. You gotta have just like the button up with the. Is that a Taco suit. Bell hat you're wearing? Uh, this is an Omni Golf hat. This is my my work. Oh, I don't, I don't know why it looked like Taco Bell from here. I do have a Taco Bell hat somewhere. I used to work there. <laughs> <laughs> um, where what we're we talking about? I don't Peaky know. Blinders. This is a yeah. Racing podcast. Yeah, Peaky Blinders. That's what we were talking about. Formula oh, One podcast. Talking? Formula One pod. <laughs> is this a Formula One podcast or a racing podcast? Uh, it's I would say ninety. Four percent Formula One, but but it is a racing podcast. Yeah, dude, I brought up Frankie Muniz playing it, driving a NASCAR. Yeah, we feel like, I feel like we need other racing content, dude. The inter- all right, here you go. Indy Five Hundred was the same weekend as Monaco. Who watched it? Um, I did not, and I cannot tell you. <laughs> I cannot tell you the winner either. But did you see the fucking crash where the tire flew out of the stadium and hit a car a quarter mile away on the fly? Yeah. One of my uh, ex-friends from, and I wouldn't say ex-friends, but like one of my friends from uh, one of the Subaru clubs I was in back in the day, uh-huh. back before like being a Subaru club was a gay thing, Now, like back when it was cool, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Subaru's a gay thing. She was at the race, and apparently the tire went like 16 feet over her dad's head. Bro, that would have easily killed somebody. Did you? We've all seen. We've all seen the video of the Formula One tire getting loose in the pit lane, and it smokes the camera, dude. At yeah, like it looks like 10, 15 miles an hour. 
Dude goes down like well, he got hit by Warren Sapp, bro. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at the large objects moving very, very fast. Yeah, dude, they weigh like, well, they they probably weigh, what, like 75 pounds? Not a Formula One tire, but. You sure? No, 75 pounds is like what a fucking dude, diesel a, truck wheel weighs. There's a lot of rubber, bro. I mean, it's a carbon fiber wheel, that's true. It's a carbon fiber wheel with, no, Google it, it's probably 10 pounds. 15 pounds. All right, fucked up that. All right, that was that was an that was just a Sean over exaggeration to enhance my <laughs> telling of the story, like to really get my point across. Yeah, did not weigh seventy five pounds. The way of the good story. It, it actually weighs nine point five kilos, which is like eleven pounds. pounds. What is a kilo? What is a kilometer? What is a kilometer? I can tell you what a kilogram is. No, that's the Logan Sargent quote of the year. What is a kilometer? <laughs> What is a kilometer an hour? <laughs> Kilogram is 2.2 pounds. Pretty good. Quick maps. I don't uh let's see. I, I know I know how to tell military time. I do too. Clock minus oh, 12. So. <laughs> do you know Zulu time? That's uh no, I'm thinking of London, I'm thinking of GMT. Now what's it Zulu? Is GMT. Zulu time is GMT. Oh really? In, in a way, yeah. I'll. That's a half point. Half point. Uh, I'm gonna make a statement here on the pod, Nick. You're gay. That was mean. That's, <laughs> that's, that's mean. This is the first day of Pride Month, Nick. Is it? It's it's gonna be posted, unfortunately, on June first, I think. <laughs> So was, what what an scripted, what an entrance that, that that was not scripted, but... could not have been planned to bed. That could not have landed better, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> I wish that might be the first clip that we post out there. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, great. Time. First clip that we post is me being a bigot. Thank you, oh, dude. That is just. I'm gonna get. We're gonna get canceled so fast now. Dog, the comedic timing of that is <laughs> shocking. That's so good, bro. Um, no, my statement is I'd like to change sides on the Max Verstappen hate train. You want him to win now because he won you money. No, no, not that. <laughs> Fuck you. It's not the degenerate in me talking. It's actually, dude, I actually like him now, bro. And you know why? Because he's funny, because but of, doesn't really try and be funny. Because of Penelope, dude. When he, when his like daughter, Penelope interrupts his streams. It is the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Wait, Max has a daughter? I don't know. I think it's his daughter with Kelly. I'm not 100. I'm pretty sure it's his daughter. No, that's Kelly's daughter. I think that's Daniel Kubitz or uh... Robert Kubitz. <laughs> no. either, either way, it's. I think it might. That, isn't that uh, Daniel Kvyat's baby? I don't know, but is Kelly just running through F1 <laughs> F1 drivers? <laughs> Google it. Because there's no way Max has a kid. Mm, no, it is not stepfather. It is. It is. Let me find out real quick. Daniel Kvyat. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. But regardless <laughs> of the baby daddy, dude, Max is actually a good fucking dad and a good dude. Dude, Penelope, like, will fucking put a teddy bear in front of his eyeballs while he's at 300 miles an hour driving on the Nürburgring. And dude just powers through. Somehow, this dude is actually ranked the third best sim driver in the world. 
which is unbelievable for an active like driver like to yeah, be able that, to, that would be, to like be able if to compete got, like, enough messy to play fifa exactly and there's so many kids out there that just that's all they do and dude there's literally formula e like or formula one like esports like the uh aston martin and red bull they have like legit yeah they all have their own teams yeah and dude max is the third best in the world which is crazy but dude if that was yas verstappen he would have smacked that little girl in the fucking face Oh yeah, he so, walked her outside, hey, dude. A hunt, so I'm looking at this. I'm looking at these videos. They're objectively funny, and I'm like, do you know what? Max is actually a good dude. He's a dickhead on the racetrack, but he's got like a, co- a little Kobe Bryant in him, a little Tiger Woods. Like, look, go fuck yourself. Little, on, little LeBron on, James. A little go fuck yourself Taco on. Tuesday. Yeah, in the in the com- uh, competitive stage, like on the competitive field, he's got a little go fuck yourself in him, and that's what you need to be a champion. So I've changed. I mean, I'm I'm a flip flopper. You know this on everyone knows this yeah, on the pod. Exactly. Like, I'll he'll he'll do something fucking next week, and I'll we'll do another Max Verstappen hate week like that. Why were we doing Max Verstappen hate week? Oh yeah, because the checkup. Because the checkup thing, and we will have another Max Verstappen hate week the same week this year. <laughs> <laughs> Regard regardless if he did anything or not, it's just that we're gonna do that. Oh yeah, it's a tradition now. We started every really every Mexican thing, Grand Prix is the is the Max Verstappen hate week. <laughs> exactly. So this is an unbiased pod. Yeah, unbiased. I literally just said Max is cool now. Um, let's see. We got I don't think anyone questions. ever said that. What's that, Matt? Yeah, I don't think we've never said that on this pod, bro. I, I want to know how good of a dad Daniel Kvyat is. Probably not, bro. If he's fucking having Max raise his fucking daughter. I don't know though. Just like I was like a mid F one driver like Daniel, and then you like left me for the world champion. I'll be like, dude. Fuck oh. you. Dude, they, were, were they teammates too? Uh, at one point they were, yeah. That's tough, bro. I mean, that's super tough, dude. Bad for the that's bad for the brand. For the Kvyat brand, it's bad for the brand, bro. <laughs> yeah, like dude, that dude took your seat and fucked your bitch, and now is raising your daughter. Dude, raising your daughter in a like in a good way, like he like not. Yeah, he's a very positive role model. But you know you can't say you know of course Max is going to be a good dad when you're most time when you're a child of chi- you know a child of child abuse you're either one or the other that you're dude, either an abuser or you're just so far the opposite direction you know dude that's actually a hundred percent true Tiger Woods bro his dad was the biggest savage in the world he literally fed Tiger Woods to like the sound of golf balls when he was like a baby and when he was like a toddler he'd make him listen to Vietnam War tapes. What while he fuck? was practice while he was practicing so he could mentally make make him mentally tougher like dude was a fucking animal he was like he was just like a he was an army ranger too like dude was a freak but tigers <laughs> the best fucking dad in the world dude it's the funniest thing in the world just don't break just don't be his girlfriend cuz he'll use his lawyer to break up with you dude, that's the most gangster move ever <laughs> hey we're going on vacation babe uh, we actually don't have enough room in this limo. Hop in the other one. Psych! You're gone. Here's a fucking <laughs> lawyer with a fucking <laughs> cease and desist, bro. You're done. That's a power move, bro. You can only do that's, that if, yeah, if you're fucking Tiger Woods. Or, yeah. Like Kobe Bryant or like... Yeah, Kobe, yeah. It's, that's just, only he could pull it up. Dude, when I saw that, I thought that was a fake story, bro. <laughs> Um, we got some fan questions. If you want to rip a couple fan yeah, questions, let's rip a couple. 
All right, let me let me find it real quick. Let me go to my email. Um. Hey, we got a couple. Dude, we got a couple new people from Germany and like Belgium and shit. Oh, listening. Yeah, it's looking really good, bro. Europe showing out Central Europe. Yeah. Let's see. Bring so, Germany back a race. What's that? Bring Germany back a race. Dude, they definitely deserve one. I mean, we've said bring back the ring, but. Bring back either of the rings. Any of the rings. I'll, I'll bring a ring. Bring back a ring in Germany. A German ring. That's what we want. We want a ring. Speaking of rings. Speaking of speaking of ring. Wow. Wow. Say it. You say it. You say it, Nick. Where where are we in Denver? I don't want to say shit yet. We're in the fucking finals. That's where we are. You we're guys heard it. Finals. You guys heard it last year when the Avs were in the finals. We're back, baby. Another sport, another Denver sport in the finals. You're gonna hear it on the Village A podcast, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Still, yo, you know, there's an argument to be made that uh Frankie's one of the most yeah. successful owners. He's an asshole though bro don't give him any he's an animal bro you can't forget what he's done for our city bro dog i couldn't watch the fucking games don't don't no don't give him credit (laughs) he just wrote a check dude joe sackett did the the hard work a check for champions bro dude joe sackett did the hard work all right we'll talk about this later off of formula one (laughs) all right fan questions baby you ready Leon from Germany. Leon? Leon. The kings of Leon? Precisely. <laughs> Where in Germany? Uh, does not say, but I did look earlier and we it says we have listens in Stuttgart. Oh, Stuttgart. So please buy from there. Stuttgart. Do you know where that is? Yes, I do. Do you know what comes from Stuttgart? Volkswagen. No, Porsche. 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 Oh. God damn right. I fucking knew Dude, it. Dude, yeah, but you fucked hard because that was Volkswagen. That's where Volkswagen comes from. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah I actually knew that. If you would have said that, I would have absolutely said Volkswagen first. You're right. But, yeah, I, call, I got it right, though. You know who else is from fucking Stuttgart? I don't. Mercedes. No. I don't know. I said Mercedes. Oh. Is it Mercedes or just AMG? Mercedes. Oh. Sick. I don't think AMG is even from Germany. No. Hot taste. They did. Hot taste. They gotta be, bro. I think they're from, like, Luxembourg. Dude, AM- I feel like AMG is just even more German than German people. Like, they're the most, like, serious, like, it's... German people are like stereotypically like serious, like get it right the first time. Like, feel like AMG is just like more German than that. Uh, Leon from Germany said, <laughs> he asks, back to the flying Red Bull. He says, does does the flying Red Bull actually matter? Um, or is Adrian actually, or is a- he doesn't know English? I don't think. Or is Adrian actually upset about his design? being shown i think i get the gist of it uh we kind of talked about this earlier but we'll give him another answer uh i think uh it's not no no it doesn't matter i'm changing my opinion i 
I don't think it's going to matter this year. I don't think they're going to be able to make a change at all this year. No, I do. I do think. I mean, I don't think it's going to make a change or it's going to really affect. But like, you don't want your uh, um, you know, secret shit being shown. So like, yeah, of course it's upset. Oh, dude, but I don't really think it's going to make a difference. I bet Mercedes engineers had a three D mapping of that undercarriage fifteen minutes after that was posted. They probably got. Every camera angle they possibly could and 3D mapped it out and put like a, and fucking 3D printed it and put it in the wind tunnel. I guarantee it. Um, so, I don't know. We have, I think it will make a difference in the future, but not significantly this year. Yeah, I don't think uh, it would uh, affect it. I don't know. It's a, you know, it's just one of those, you know, it always gets blown out of proportion, but you know, like, I, like we said earlier, like it, it doesn't matter to you, me or Leon. We don't know what we're looking at, but hey, maybe, another, Leon's, you know, maybe, engineer, Leon's, maybe Leon's an engineer, bro. You don't know that. Okay. I don't, Leon, I don't know. I'm, I'm, but I'm just using it as a generalization. <laughs> the average F1 fan, it, it doesn't mean much to us, but you know, also, I was way wrong. AMG is German, but it's not from Super. Where are they from? Uh, I can't say it. Don't you know German? No. Give it to me. It Try. Has, give me. A, give me. A, give me an effort. Maybe Leon. I could like, normally. I can normally sound it out, but it's got one of those weird letters that we don't use. Give it to me, Leon. Like this. Like this video for Nick's effort in German. <laughs> Because I think that that letter is a double S. I might have heard the name. If you say it incorrectly, I might like recognize it. Grossabach? No fucking clue. Maybe Grossenberg? No clue. <laughs> no, no, I've, it's I've not watched so I've watched so many Shmi videos on the YouTube that I have definitely heard the name countless times. But I got nothing for you guys. I'm gonna go put it into the. I'm gonna see how close I was. I gotta put it. Into You're gonna put it in the Google machine. Google. Uh ooh, this next question's good, dog. This will be this will be a solid one here. <laughs> this one's from uh, from Sammy in Australia. Got a fucking yeah. Aussie, Aussie mate. We're in Australia. You guys need to keep part start putting cities so I can talk shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are we going to talk shit about a city in Australia? Let's we'll talk about the whole fucking country. I have fucking shit on every city in the world. Uh, you know what I fucking learned about Australia the other day? Australians are from there? <laughs> Dude, I probably have heard this sometime in my life before, like last week. But every every Australian is a descendant of a criminal. Yeah, I don't know if everyone is. Gross suspect. That that's Dude, how, I was close. What was it? Say it again. Gross suspect. Oh, you're, yeah, you're close enough, bro. Gross suspect. I was I was Gross I suspect. was right about the letter I wasn't sure about. That's good enough for me, bro. And and, and if you want to know what I'm that's talking good about, enough just... for that's good enough for government work. Oh, that's a yeah. Good job. I'll tip my hat to you, dog. Dude, no. Australians 
Aust- like every like Australia was a deserted like island, and Britain, fucking, they had overcrowded prisons. They're like, fuck, what are we gonna do with them? Fucking ship them to Australia. You know, you know, the the British were very very good at calling islands that weren't deserted deserted. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Because we forget there was a whole bunch of people there before that had their own language and culture and nah, bro. History started July fourth, nineteen seventeen seventy four. Seventeen seventy four. Seventy six. Fuck. Too many drinks. That's <laughs> I do. I, you know why? They I say Americans up. don't know world history, but they don't even know their own history. Nah, bro. Because I said I almost fucked up the fourth. Because I was I almost fucked up saying June fourth because today is June first, and I corrected it just the nick of time for my brain to fuck up the next word. <laughs> <laughs> so Sammy from Australia says <laughs> the Mount Rushmore of Formula One drivers is Ayrton Senna, Michael Schumacher, yes, we all agree on that. Michael Schumacher, Lewis Hamilton, and who is the fourth? And I will say, I'll add something. Who's the fourth as of now? Like, who, like we could be Max. And we don't know how many. No. Like, but just take that like as you will. I, I feel like because you've got like, okay, so you've got Lewis Hamilton, which covers now. Yeah. You've got Michael Schumacher, which covers the last era. Yep. You've got Ayrton Senna, who covers the era before that. I know my answer. And I think you I put where... the most handsome face in the face of F1. Nikki Lauda. Nikki Lauda, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, baby. That's the Bill J pod right there. Fuck That's yeah. The Bill J podcast. I think we both were working through the that. Most hands- or... The most handsome face in F1, you fucker. <laughs> but I, you know what? I love you, Nikki, dude. I, you know, I love Nikki. One of my favorite people ever. Nikki's an icon. But you know what, Nick? Was that fucked up to say? By the way, no, 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 no. That was awesome. That was very funny. He would laugh at that. Nikki would have laughed at that, bro. He, dude, he made a joke about it like a week after to um, <laughs> yeah, what's his name? To James Hunt. <laughs> like a week later, he was like, Look what you fucking did. <laughs> Breathing out of a straw. But I bet Sammy is more of a new Formula One watcher, not a historian of this sport. And don't fucking, and didn't realize the 70s was the OG. Wild. The best. No, it wasn't the like, OG. Because I was thinking about even going further. I mean, you could put. Sterling um, Moss. Jackie Stewart. No, nah, not Jackie Stewart. Not Jackie Stewart? I'm uh, no. not putting Jackie up there with, with the other. No, yeah, no. Sterling Moss, though? Sterling Moss is up there, bro. I mean, he only has, like, one championship, though. But Yeah, but the, you go back into the day where it the was, name, like, real competitive. The you name know, where it was Sterling like, Moss. Is... It was, like, people showed up that, like, built tractors, and they're like, we built an F1 car, and then they're yeah. all competitive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, yeah. They, but, see, I don't know if they can be on the Mount Rushmore of drivers. They're in like the Hall of Fame, obviously, but there's no way. I guarantee Max Verstappen could outdrive Sterling Moss in a star in his in car, a, though? In, 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 in the same car, yeah. Because he doesn't have all these displays and 
yeah. data and yeah, put Max, put Max in, in put Max in the in the OG AMG F1 car, and he could drive still. And who else would you put? I'm. I mean, uh, my answer is going to be Nikki Lauda, but for someone maybe she's heard of or he has heard of, don't know. Sorry, Pride Month. Uh, it's got to be a tie between Seb and Fernando. Wait, what? We why are we going somewhere from this era? No, can't be. You've already got this era. Oh, Lewis, right, I mean, guys. dudes, three championships each. They're fucking up there, regardless of the era. Kimmy, Kimmy, the Iceman. How many? Yeah, but he's not on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. He's in the Hall of Fame. You didn't want to put Jackie up there. True, you're right. It's got to be Nikki then, huh? Got to be Nikki. And the fact that Nikki stayed with the sport for so long. Yeah, after he lost he, his he helped face, build, He helped build the Mercedes dynasty. Yeah, which is crazy because he was a Ferrari dude. Yeah. Bro, he's got a little hockey guy in him. He took a, yeah. puck, to the, he took a puck to the face and was... Got some stitches and was back out on the next shift. He took he took a fucking Formula One car to the face, then caught fire. Dude, he, and then still fucking fought for the championship. He got a he got a little Roman Grosjean action with no safety gear. Yeah, That's in an era in an era where back in the day the marshals would have been like, "Oh yeah, he's dead." All right. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, hundred, oh, dude, especially at the ring too, bro. Yeah, on the ring, not on the Grand Prix circuit. You're on 14, the North Shore. You're 14 miles from fucking anybody. Like the only people, there's like one marshal every like <laughs> half a mile. <laughs> like he probably saw some smoke. He's like, huh? I wonder what the fuck that is up there. <laughs> Nuts, bro. Yeah, it's Nikki. All right, it's, there's your there's your Mount Rushmore, baby. Love it. And if if you if you are a new fan to F1, go watch the movie Rush. Yes. Yes. And you'll, that's it. it, it that's a, a very good movie. Pretty well. Pretty well. Pretty well. It's a very good movie. Very good representation. It's of on it. Netflix right now in the U.S. I'm gonna watch that shit tonight. Um. What else? That's pretty. Let me see. Notes. Notes. Everything I got. Dog. We've been repping for like a well over an hour. Yeah. We gotta go to bed, man. Dude, right. Monaco. So what do we? What, Monaco was one of the best better races this year, dude. We'll end it on this. So, two episodes ago, the episode title was Baku, Monaco, but better. <laughs> Did we eat our words, bro? Did we fucking eat our words? Yeah. Do we call this one Monaco, Baku, but better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, your reaction is a goddamn right. <laughs> oh, what a week dude um got the spanish grand prix next weekend yeah barcelona catalonia the barcelona uh, let's see max won last year sick oh. uh, 7 a.m sunday <laughs> i am off and will be watching what about you i am going to be off but I'm going to choose. I'm going to elect to probably not watch it live. Fuck! What time you want to watch it? I'll elect to sleep in too, bro. 
I am working probably until about the same the usual time on Sunday. What time is that? Noon? No. Three? Like seven. Fuck. I thought you said you weren't working. I'm always That's working. That's recorded. You you had I have that recorded, right? Yeah, I said, "What are you doing?" Sunday? No, I said I wasn't. Rec- I wasn't working the other Sunday. I wasn't working the Imola Sunday. Oh. And but then Imola got canceled, so I went to work. Oh, but you are working this Sunday. Yeah, I think so. Boo! All right, well, you'll still watch the race. We'll get it a fucking breakdown podcast. for you, as usual. That's a podcast right there, bro. Oh, uh, sponsored by Impact Tees. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Dude, you almost fucked up. Dude, back to the brand. Record a freaking ad plug. Back to the brand. So- took an hour. Took an hour and seventeen minutes into the podcast, but impact tees are the fucking best. If you want to be better at golf, fucking buy them. Bill J, code Bill J for fifty percent off. You know the deal, baby. I hope I don't get trolled for that. God damn it. <laughs> they're cool guys they're, they'll be they'll, that'll be that's we just forgot we're like we're so used to not Dude, having we, a sponsor we're ripping baby <laughs> well that's gonna do it for the Ville J episode 11 we'll see you next week baby see you. Yeah.